Jesus, you're the center of my joy. That's what else is too far coming. All that's good and perfect comes from you. I was like, uh. <laughs> you're the heart of my contentment over all I do. And then I'll be cussing here in a minute, but you know, I love them. <laughs> I do indeed. Have you seen? Um, I've seen it all over the internet. Something about Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. Well, of course. Brenda. Like, what is going on? She's an old hag, is what she is. <laughs> She's an old hag. Okay, let me break it down. Okay, 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 okay. So, apparently, several, several years ago, Nikki and Megan were like into it. Nikki was mad about something. I don't even know really what happened. Okay. But Nikki was mad and she had to like Megan for several years. So, she's been calling her Bigfoot for several years, right? And so Megan, and so like she's done put like a lot of things like poking at her, making fun of her, like dissing her low key in her songs and saying little slick things on the internet and stuff about her. And so Megan put out a song. I'm called Hiss. And if you didn't know, oh my God, I'm so sorry, so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> um, if you didn't know, um, Nicki Minaj's husband is a sex offender. Sex offender. I mean that and uh, he went to jail also for like manslaughter. So he's a murderer. He's a murderer too. And also Nicki, Nicki Minaj's brother is also in jail currently. He's a sex offender also. Maybe I was confusing them. I think I'm just thinking about the brother. Oh, both of them are on the sex offender list. So both of them are. Oh, but and one of them is a murderer? Her husband. And so literally all, all um, Megan put in her song, it says, you people aren't mad at Megan. You're mad at Megan's law. That's all she said in her song. And Nikki was like, you've talked about my family. What does that mean? Megan's Law is the the little girl who got killed by um, a sex offender. But that's when they brought the sex offender list out, the registry. So it was a law that got put in place years, 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 years ago. So Megan's Law is oh, about, they actually made a list for wow. sex offenders okay, that I they had to register okay. as a sex offender. So, and you'll know who's in your area. Oh, so, okay. So She's, Nikki took offense to that. But literally, there's so many sex offenders in this world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she literally it's didn't say her her like, like nobody's name, name. and she has she went on a rant for, for literally two days on Twitter. I saw that people like she's unhinged. She's on coke allegedly, <laughs> and so she literally was went on like a coke rant allegedly for two weeks. The only thing is alleged is the coke, um, but. <laughs> Literally, she went on a rant, and, like, so she put out the Bigfoot song, and literally, yeah. she was talking about Megan's mama, like, her mama's dead, and she was, like, apologize to your dead mom, something, dead mom, I didn't listen to the whole song, something like, dead mom, she kept saying, like, dead mom, dead mom, dead mom, Jeez. and literally, you know, Meg got shot by yes. Tory Lanez, he's in jail, but, yeah, ridiculous, this is, wow, and, so, yeah, and, Nikki of her rocker and her fans literally have been doxing people. Um, anybody that's in support of Meg or who has said anything like against Nikki, so they've been releasing all their information online, like home address, phone numbers, everything. And they also actually have police at Megan's mom's grave because they released the address of where her mother was buried at, and people were saying they were going to vandalize her mother's grave. People are insane, and a lot of them are getting sued. Because it's illegal to, you know, to uh, give out people. Mm-hmm. Info. And, like, these people are, like, like I've turned your name in. Just as quick as you found my information, I found your information. And you've been turned into the authorities. That's so, like, insane. It's so weird how people get so, like, into these things, but they don't even know them personally. It's literally Nikki the Barbs. <laughs> They're literally insane. And Nikki yeah. encourages it. That's They're off their crazy. rockers. It's literally insane. You got a Twitter? Why is it? Is Girl, it's all everything is on, so much stuff is on Twitter. Dang it! Uh, it's been ridiculous. But yeah, that song was hot garbage. So like that Bigfoot song, it was just like released overnight. She didn't like. Uh, I think after Meg's hit song, I think it came out two days later. I wonder if she was prepared. Apparently, she said she's had that song 
for six years. Uh, I guess written. I don't know. I don't know how these rap things go. But she's like, literally, the song was everything that she was going on a rant about on Instagram Live. Well, on Instagram and all on her Twitter. Girl, it's been a mess. But Nikki needs to get herself together and her weird ass fans. <laughs> I feel bad for Meg because literally she's lost. Oh, she doesn't have no parents or her grandmother. Nothing. Really? Everybody's past. She seems like a nice person. Mm-hmm. She's like, like 26. I didn't know she was that young. Uh-huh. But, yes, yeah, shout out to Meg. Hi, girl, Summer, purr. She going on tour, purr. <laughs> I need to learn how to twerk. <laughs> That'll be my goal. No, I'd probably slip a disc. God, same. <laughs> You see me come back here with my back brace on, you what happened. Well, or a knee brace, my knee pop out of socket or something. I don't know. I don't have the Megan knees. I don't have the Megan no. back. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I would break. <laughs> neck, everything. Like, how'd you hurt your neck? Well, I was, I was trying my best. Oh my lord. What else has happened? That's pretty much all I've been seeing on social. I know. Oh, oh my, my god, god. You, you remember that story I told you about that woman that was in the lobby praying? Yeah, girl, she back? She was she coming on Monday. <laughs> and I was like, who the hell is this woman? I was like, somebody's up here talking so damn much. I literally did two loads of laundry, like going back and forth doing laundry. Yeah. Went out there, went and peed, stayed in the bathroom for like 10, 15 minutes, come back, she was still there. I was like, damn. Sat down, me and Dr. Parker. <laughs> 10, 15 minutes more later, she was still there. I said, damn. And then I looked up and I said, I know that damn that's the praying woman <laughs> and literally she was telling her about the, you know that she's about to have a baby and stuff and and the woman was like i know you're just excited she was like i'm not <laughs> she was like can i pray for you and i was like she praying and she was like we're praying for this baby that's that she's wanted and i was like girl you know you can't just have everybody praying for you, you know? <laughs> um, everybody don't know the man yeah. the way that they ought to know the man. Yeah. And I was like, cat. And when she come back, I said, did she touch you? Because, like, don't let nobody touch you. You know what I'm saying? Don't put yes, no, don't touch don't, me. Don't put, she was like, no. I was, she was like, she reached out, and I put my hand in. I was like, okay, good. I was like, girl, don't let that woman touch you. I'm like, I'm sure she's a very sweet woman, but you don't, you just don't never know. Yeah. But I was like, girl, get and Girl, look. Geatric dog was on the go. You was over there like make a little, a little noise, <laughs> a little grunt. He was just on on the bench up there. I was like, "Girl, get him!" So he fell off this bench. He just <laughs> little cross-eyed thing. I was like, "Oh my god, get this dog and go!" Yeah. Oh my god, she talks so much. Yeah, I've heard of like pregnant people saying that one of their pet peeves was random people touching their bellies. I will. That would send me. Don't put your hands. Don't touch me. On me. I don't want you to touch me, and I ain't even pregnant. Mm-hmm. Don't put your hands on me. Gross. Oh my god. But yeah. Okay. Like touching your belly, like I will hit you dead in I your know. shit. Don't put your hands on me. <laughs> Do not. People are gross anyways. Yeah. I hate them like standing too close to being mine. <sighs> just... Girl, why are you on my back? What time I back up. lost my shit? I was at Ross. And there was it like, be at Ross. They be so close. Get up my front. <laughs> yes. I was in line and there was like this little old lady behind <laughs> me. She kept, I, I was in front of her. I didn't have any things in my hand. She had a buggy. And like she kept ramming her buggy <gasps> behind me. You're lying. And I was like, no. I didn't say it. And she did it the entire time. And like, I think her family was there. Her <laughs> daughter or her grandkids and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I get, listen, I get the depth perception kind of starts going away at a certain age, but you can feel me. You can Brenda, feel like your buggy hitting me. I would have hurt her feelings that day. <laughs> that would have been the day. I, yeah, I laughed and I was like, well, what would I have done? Like, I'm like, listen here, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, like push her buggy back, but then what if she falls and breaks a hip? I don't know. Like <laughs> tough shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, oh, no. But I would be like, you got one more time. Oh, she was testing me. You, you, I, you got one more time to hit me in my ankle. You got one more time to hit me with that buggy. 
Girl, I want to push this shit. <laughs> yes, I was like, next time that happens, I will not tolerate it. Girl, because I'm quick, because I would have been like... <laughs> I'm like, like listen here, mother. Yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> right. Part of me is like, I wonder if she knew. And she had she like big spectacles too. <laughs> you probably didn't know. She was just like, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know what she was yeah. in. She didn't know. Oh my goodness. That would crack me up. I ain't even gonna hold you. But I would have been pissed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Another story of somebody ramming into my ankles. I was at Disney. Oh. And no. I was like, with those strollers? It was a disabled woman. <laughs> it was a disabled woman on her like scooter, motorized scooter thing. <laughs> and she kept hitting the back of my ankles with the tire at the front of the scooter. <laughs> we were waiting for Avatar. And I was, like, she kept hitting me, and I was like, I can't get mad at her. I don't You got one more. <laughs> <laughs> You got one more time. You got one more time. Hey, who who's got her? Who I know. Who are you people? Who are you with? Can you tell? They're a fucking scooter. Can you tell her she got one more time? Can you get her? Okay, get her. I be like, she got you. You got one more time. Okay, so today. Hmm. I've got a scary story. Okay. But a cryptid. And then after that, <laughs> I've got a, a list of animals that have better jobs than us. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. This one is called the Black Bird of Chernobyl. Chernobyl, okay. Beginning in early April 1986, the people in and around the little-known Chernobyl nuclear power plant began to experience a series of strange events revolving around sightings of a mysterious creature described as a large, dark, and mutated man Mm. with gigantic wings and piercing red eyes. Huh, okay. People affected by this phenomena experienced horrific nightmares, threatening phone calls, and first-hand encounters with the winged beast, which became known as the Blackbird of Chernobyl. Mm. Reports of these strange happenings continued to increase until the morning of April 26, 1986, when at 1.23 a.m., Reactor 4 of the Chernobyl nuclear power plant suffered a catastrophic steam explosion that resulted in a fire, which caused a series of additional explosions followed by a nuclear meltdown. The power plant, located near Pripyat, I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, (laughs) Pripyat, Ukraine, Soviet Union, spewed a plume of radioactive fallout, which drifted over parts of the Western Soviet Union, Eastern and Western Europe, Scandinavia, the UK, Ireland, and eastern North America. Large areas of Ukraine, Belarus, and Russia were badly contaminated, resulting in the evacuation and resettlement of over 336,000 people. Mm. The Chernobyl disaster is the incident was dubbed is considered the worst accident ever in the history of nuclear power. Following the meltdown and subsequent explosions and fires, Soviet helicopters were dispatched to the scene, equipped with special firefighting gear. These helicopters circled the plant, dropping clay, sand, and lead, and other extinguishing chemicals onto the burning facility. Most of the fire was put out by 5 a.m., so that's like four hours of fire. That's like 10 minutes of fire is bad. Jeez Louise. With the fire burning within reactor floor continuing to blaze for several hours after. The firefighters who responded were unaware of the nature of the fire, assuming that it was simply an electrical fire, and received massive overdoses of radiation, leading to many of their deaths, including Lieutenant Vladimir Pravik, who died on May 9, 1986, so a month later. Mm-hmm. The workers who survived the initial blast and fire would 
later die of radiation poisoning. Mm-hmm. Claimed to have witnessed what has been described as a large, black, bird-like creature with a 20-foot wingspan <clears throat> gliding through the swirling plumes of irradiated smoke pouring from the reactor. No further sightings of the black bird of Chernobyl were reported after the Chernobyl disaster leaving researchers to speculate just what haunted the workers of the plant during the days leading up to the disaster. The most commonly accepted theory suggests that the black bird of Chernobyl may have been the same creature spotted in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, leading up to the collapse of the Silver Bridge on December 15, 1968. Investigators have suggested that the appearance of this creature is an omen of disasters to come in the area in which it shows itself. Mm. The physical description of both the Blackbird of Chernobyl and the Mothman, the creatures sighted in West Virginia are very similar. And the reports of nightmares and threatening folk calls leading up to these disasters are shared in both cases. Hmm. A second less accepted theory suggests that the Blackbird of Chernobyl was nothing more than the misidentification of the Black Stork an endangered species endemic to southern Eurasia. The black stork stands nearly three feet tall and has a wingspan of nearly six feet. Now That's terrifying. <laughs> the theory, however, fails to take into account the menacing phone calls and the disturbing nightmares. Also, the physical description given by the majority of eyewitnesses who actually saw the black bird of Chernobyl does not in any way match the physical appearance of the black stork. Both the black bird of Chernobyl and the Mothman have not been sighted since their respective disasters, leaving us with many unanswered questions. All we can do is wait for the beast to show itself again. Unfortunately, it would appear that for this creature to show up again, we will have to anticipate some form of disaster <laughs> in the area it has selected to appear. Jeez Louise. What's up with the phone calls, though? I don't know. Why he got access to phones? Like, what's this about? He's got a landline? Booze. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Boos. laughs> yeah, I saw you at that fire, huh? <laughs> oh, God. Don't be calling here. <laughs> Stop calling me. <laughs> That's yeah. terrifying. I don't yeah. like birds anyways. I'm not a fan of them. It just scares me that they're going to pluck my eyes out. Oh my God. And they just be swooping. Like, yeah. please. <laughs> please don't swoop. Even seeing, like, let me see a picture of the black stork that they're talking about. Like, why is it that freaking big? I don't know. I mean, that would give me nightmares. Yeah. I'd have nightmares for far less than that, honestly. <laughs> so. It's not... It don't probably don't look that it three feet. Look yet. We ain't that tall, Brenda. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. What about the, did they got a picture of the other? Yes. Jesus yeah. Christ, I don't know if I want to see it. It looks blurry, but like this is what was in the sky. Cause no, that's terrifying. Why he got <laughs> legs and things? No, <laughs> that's like Jeepers Creepers. Absolutely oh, not. Jesus, why did yes. I say that? That movie. Did you see that freaking movie? Yes. Terrifying. It's haunted me ever since I watched it as a kid. Jeepers, jeepers, where'd you get I those literally, I, I thought that movie was real. I was thinking, like, I feel like it probably life? is. It's probably. <laughs> <laughs> and like, once he sets his eyes on you, there's like, I that's know. it. Like, I'm sorry, Mr. Jeeper. I'm not even going to run. <laughs> what, what of mine would you like? Oh, I hate that movie so when much. When he took that tongue out of it, <laughs> I hate that movie so much. You need to be driving cars and stuff. You Loki, can't do that's that. kind of funny. <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> I how to Why die. you got a trench coat on? Oh, the trench coat, the hat, the end scene. I forget if it was the first movie, but there's like the old man was like in the bar and just like watching the <sighs> watching him because um, I guess he had him up like on a wall. Uh-huh. And he was just like in his rocking chair with his rifle, just like watching him because he was going to wake up. He had cycles. Right. He had cycles. He knew like when he was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that movie so much. I absolutely despise it. I think I've only, I don't know which ones I saw. 
Yeah, I can't remember. Because uh, they kind of bleed together. Yeah. But I know I didn't watch them again. <laughs> I know so that scared. damn much. I ain't watch that shit no more. And then the song would come up on the radio when he was like around, right? And it would just pop up on. You're <laughs> <laughs> just driving. I'm like, I would just wreck. <laughs> you thought you were going to get me. <laughs> I'm going to get myself. About <laughs> just out yourself. Just beat you to it. You're <laughs> <laughs> just like driving, minding your own business. And then the song comes out. Jeepers. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Where is he? Oh my god. Just he probably wouldn't want me because I would scream so loud. <laughs> <laughs> You're drawing Just, too much attention. He's like, shit. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wonder, like, where did he come from? Does he have siblings? Like, is there like a little family? Of, like, like, where? Who was Baby G? Yeah, who was Baby G? Like, like, how did we get to this point where he starts to maybe? Who's Grandpa G? Is it a line of Jeeps? <laughs> hmm. and, or it was he normal? And then something happened. Maybe oh, some radioactivity yeah. happened. He's feeling a pit or something. And then he messed up his face or something. I don't know if I want to know for real, though, because <laughs> it's probably something that could probably happen for real. <laughs> There's too much of that shit going on already. Well, that was our story. And I had heard about the Mothman. Uh-huh. That one's in the U.S. The Mothman. Moths are kind of scary themselves. Dallas, have you seen those big-ass moths? The Luna moths? Like, they're green? They're huge. Like, the oh. bitches is like this. Oh, yeah, no, I don't really Dallas was like, oh, I love these. I was like, don't send me no shit like that ever. <laughs> like, terrifying. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> My friend took um, entomology. And she took that in undergrad, and they had to have their own collection. Gross. And she was just... Like, she would just, like, go and collect, like, moths and shit, and she would, like... You have to, I did that in one class. Yeah. I, I think I was in, like, grade school or something. You have to, like, pin them? Hell yeah! I was like, <laughs> I'm out there searching for bugs, just outside. <laughs> oh, his wings look nice. <laughs> just pinning these animals down? Oh, my God. Yeah. It was awful. Cicadas and shit. Yeah. They was like, you need a spider, bitch, please. <laughs> I'll take a, I'll take a zero. We had like you could get butterflies, grass. Like you had to have like a whole little array of things. Yeah, it was yeah, awful. yeah. <laughs> just pinning them down, just little leg crunch, crunch. <laughs> Whenever I was a kid, I don't know if anybody else did that. Uh huh. But we didn't have pets. Whenever I was really young, so um, I would collect flies, and I would build them little houses. <laughs> then I'd be really sad because a couple days later they would die. <laughs> you were mean. Like, I have nothing for you. So yeah, and they had like a little room, a little sofa. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> have you seen the video of how a fly actually eats? No, thank you. No. He doesn't bite. Do they have little tongues? In they them? spit and it degrade. <gasps> Interesting. So they don't, yeah, they like literally spit on the food and it has like some type of stuff that makes it dissolve and they kind of like slurp it. Weird. Jesus, he scared me. <laughs> oh, hi, baby. You're coming to a new side. I know. I'm used to you on the other side. You know it? Looks like I'm feeling your right hand and your left hand today. <laughs> I love when he rubs his face against this. <laughs> okay, you want my other hand now? He's like, yeah, I'm getting scratches from all the hands. What? I'm ready for the next thing. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, on to our funny animal stories. Okay. These are 10 animals that have better jobs than us. Oh, God. Hell, a lot of things have better jobs than we have, don't I was like, yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, so this this is like a random fact, and it says, Did you know Moose, the Jack Russell Terrier who played Eddie on the television show Frasier, 
Did you ever watch Frasier? Mm-mm. It's like an old, like, mm-hmm. sitcom. Pulled in $10,000 per episode <sighs> for his work. Mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, starting off at number 10. Okay. We got Felicia the Ferret. <laughs> in 1971, scientists at the National Accelerator Laboratory had a problem. The NEL's new Mason Laboratory was nearing completion, but its piping, through which subatomic particles would fly, was dirty, and it needed to be spotless to work properly. Someone had to figure out how to remove the innumerable tiny steel particles, dust, and other debris from the pipe's interior before they could be used. The first idea... Create a mechanical cleaner to wipe out the 12-inch wide, 300-foot-long tubes. A good idea, but an expensive one. Then, visiting British physicist Robert Sheldon came up with another idea. A ferret. (laughs) (laughs) Ferrets are small, curious creatures that love to duck into holes and burrows, which they'll zip along until they reach the end just to see what's there. Sheldon recalled how back home ferrets were sent down rabbit holes to ferret out bunnies. I guess kill bunnies is what they were trying to do. The scientists agreed to give the inexpensive option a try, and so the NAL purchased Felicia, (laughs) a petite 15 inch ferret, for a mere 35 bucks. Employees taught Felicia to scurry down the piping while fitted with a special collar and string. As Felicia ran through the pipe, she pulled the string with her. When she emerged at the other end, workers fastened a tight-fitting swab soaked in cleaning fluid to the string, then pulled it back through the pipe to clean it. During her employment, Felicia made 12 runs through the tubes. Then in a rather humiliating move, she was replaced by a mechanical ferret. (laughs) I would have been so mad. It reminds me of, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Ugh. how the dad was, like, was it, like, a toothpaste factory or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. And then he was replaced by, like, a robot. He was. And then he lost his job. Yep. <laughs> Poor thing. Number nine. Number nine. Men's wear dog. What? <laughs> well, he looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> Bodie, the Shiba Inu. Boo, can't stand those dogs. I Boo, know. Dallas, Dallas, don't like them. Boo. Does he like, because uh, they're so popular. They're he like, wants one so bad. I uh, guess how much he makes in a month. How much? $15,000 a month. <sighs> Today, Menswear Dog has a Facebook page with more than 200,000 likes, 254,000 plus Instagram followers, and nearly 10,000 Twitter followers and a very busy schedule. He saw he's often doing campaign shoots for brands such as Coach, Swiss Army, American Apparel, Hudson Shoes, and Purina. <sighs> then there are his individual photo shoots for publications such as GQ, <laughs> Time, Esquire, and Fast Company. I haven't heard of them. As well as personal appearances. At events like New York Fashion Week. Girl. Oh, and his first book came out Do in what? 2015. And it's titled, Men's Wear Dog Presents the New Classics, Fresh Looks for the Modern Man. <sighs> <laughs> Your baby gonna have to earn his keep, Brenda. He <laughs> gonna have to. Look, look, look at him. He looks so debonair. Just put a little suit on him. Girl, you, could, you won't have to work again. <laughs> Look at him. Look at the profile. <laughs> Work. Work. Damn it. For the plus size kitties of the world. <laughs> no, let, listen. Okay. 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 He's giving, listen. Body positive. Body positivity. Body positivity. <laughs> All, all shapes and sizes. He's the all-around man for that. Look at he's looking. He's like, I know they talked about me. But that's fine. Like, that's for us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Number eight. Jimmy the Groundhog. Is that the, the, the one groundhog? The groundhog. 
and uh, Jimmy, you got you got a job coming up soon. Yes, and you better not play with us. <laughs> spring better be springing on in here. That's all I got to say, Jimmy. It ain't no threat or nothing. I wouldn't threaten you. <laughs> Jimmy is a furry brown groundhog residing in Sun Prairie, a city of thirty thousand, just outside of Madison. Every February second. Oh my God, that's soon. Groundhog. It's Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Groundhog Day. All right, Jim. Jimmy predicts whether Americans will have six more weeks of winter <laughs> or an early spring. <laughs> the first Jimmy began his weather duties in 1948 Oh, as part of Wisconsin's celebration of its centennial year. As the lifespan of a groundhog in captivity is just 9 to 14 years, new groundhogs are regularly recruited for the position of whispering the weather forecast to the town's mayor. <laughs> All went well until one groundhog decided to not play alone. Oh no, that's right. On February 2nd, 2015, Jimmy the 11th's handler moved the furry beast next to Sun Prairie's mayor, Jonathan Freund. Freund? Freund, whatever. Jonathan Freund's ear so he could whisper his prediction. Instead, Jimmy, apparently in a foul mood, bit the offending ear. (laughs) Not only that, authorities realized Jimmy's owners didn't have a permit to keep wild animals, so they had to release Jimmy back into nature. Oh my god. In an abundance of caution, the replacement, Jimmy the Twelfth, has forced <laughs> to give his twenty sixteen prediction to new mayor Paul Esser through a cage. Oh my god. Jimmy the Twelfth. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, tell us something good come Friday. Yeah. This comes out next week, so you'll see how disappointed I am the next podcast if it doesn't go the way I want it to go. <laughs> Number seven. Seven. Cheesecake the Capybara. Oh. The world's largest rodent Ew. might not seem like an ideal foster mom. But for the puppies at Rocky Ridge Refuge, Cheesecake the Capybara is just that. Okay. Around Christmas 2010, Cheesecake took up residence at Rocky Ridge, an animal sanctuary in Arkansas, run by Janice Wolf. Shortly afterwards, Cheesecake began serving as a surrogate mother oh. for the puppies who were brought or born there. When Wolf first acquired Cheesecake, the large rodent began hanging out with Wolf's rescue dogs, playing, eating, and sleeping with them. Then, when some motherless pups arrived, Cheesecake's maternal instincts kicked in, and she quickly began to mother them. She's like, I am your mother now. <laughs> Gentle yet firm. <laughs> <laughs> she cuddled with the baby. A big disciplinary. <laughs> she watched over them during the day and taught them manners. Such as not being so pushy around the food bowl. You think she was popping them? <laughs> I don't know. Hey. I need to see videos. I need to see this. Don't. What was she? What was she like, I, don't know. I don't know. You know, like the dogs, like they'll growl or something. Like, what was she doing? Like, she got little hands or something. Like, I yeah, I don't know. Like, she's probably popping them. Stop. <laughs> Interestingly, even when puppies arrived at Rocky Ridge along with their mothers, the mama canines all trusted Cheesecake with their pups. She was like, look, girl, we going to see Miss Cheesecake. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Got to take her. Yeah, girl, we going to see Cheesecake today. <laughs> Got to take her to babies. Let us see him. Oh, this is her. I want to see Cheesecake. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if she got monkeys. She got mama. <laughs> Dang, she's a mother to all. <laughs> I don't like the the word rodent. The, the largest rodent. Oh my God. <laughs> I just think of them big ass rats in New York. I just cannot. <laughs> All right, number six. Six. Jocko Floco. Oh, okay. What is that? What is that? <laughs> a lot of people dream of being a NASCAR driver. What? Jocko Floco, a racist monkey. A racist. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Racist monkey. I think it's called recess. Oh, like, oh, the type of monkey it is. Yeah. Oh, I said, oh my god! 
they turning the animals against us? Damn. Oh, I can't hear y'all. I'm so. <laughs> a racist monkey. It's like, oh my God. He's out here calling us slurs. Jeez Louise. Okay. Uh, the type can monkeys of monkey. talk? I don't know. Season on Planet of the Apes did. I don't think he did. <laughs> well, I wonder. He was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's it for me. <laughs> That is it for me. I bet it. I bet they can. But I don't know. I've been like, why can't they? Because don't they have like the like yeah, the teeth yeah. look similar to ours? The I don't girl, know. They like, probably they probably be talking good. They probably be like, yeah, girl, yeah. Um, someone <laughs> saw come over here and he brought. And then as soon as we come around, they be like, I do not yes. trust them. Mm. Mfers for nothing in this world. You seen them gorillas? Yeah. Have you seen them fighting? terrifying i remember seeing this video of them like going at it in the zoo and the comments were like where's the zookeeper and we're like what is he gonna do what, what exactly is he going to do jump in there <laughs> no I like this. get him get him <laughs> kick him punch him i would be like hiding Ter- exactly please i would be terrified <laughs> oh. what am i gonna do so scary girl bye I'm terrified of them. All type of monkeys. I ain't. Nope. So, Jocko Flacco. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's R-H-E-S-U-S. Resus? Resus? Girl. I don't know. Anyways, he is a... We nest. just know they're not racist. They're not racist. Gotcha. We know that to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, yeah, so, he's a NASCAR co-driver. The year was 1953. Oh, God. He may be racist, huh? <laughs> Stock car racer Julius Timothy Flock, a.k.a. Tim Flock, decided to race with a monkey as a gimmick. Dumb. Flock nicknamed his pint-sized co-driver Jocko Flocko and outfitted him with his own uniform. He even gave him a custom-designed seat. Jocko sped around the track with Flock during eight exciting races. Unfortunately, Jocko wasn't destined to make this new job a permanent career. Flock explains on his website what happened. Back then, the cars had a trap door that would pull open with a chain to check out tire wear. Well, during the Raleigh 300, Jocko got loose from his seat and stuck his head through the trap door, and he went berserk. I thought he was going to chop off his head. I did too. I just knew he was going out. Okay. I was like, oh, it was a bad scene. Listen, it was hard enough to drive those heavy old cars back then during normal circumstances. But with a crazed monkey clawing you at the same time, it becomes nearly impossible. Oh, hell no. See? He, he, he lost it. This is a what dumbass puts a... In he, a race car. In a race car. And yeah, it's yeah. fucking loud. Insane, insane. I know they were palm colored, weren't they? Yes, okay. <laughs> I had to come into the pits to put him out and ended up third. The pit stop cost me second place and $600 difference in my paycheck. Boy, my, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> Jocko was retired immediately. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're done. <laughs> You're done. Hand me your helmet. Thank you. Yeah, give me your uniform. Uniform's hanging up. No. <laughs> Poor Jocko. <laughs> His little jumpsuit. Just His little helmet. <laughs> just hanging up. He's just again. having flashbacks like <laughs> my prime. Oh, yeah. Those were the days. Let me see what a year. monkey. Jeez, oh, so they look like this. No, they look. That's a big ass monkey. Yeah, he would. He was tearing him up. Yeah, yeah. This one looks big. No, that's terrifying. Dang you! I was picturing like a little capuchin, capuchin. Like monkey. one of the real little ones. No, yeah. that thing. The the um. I would be scared. The airbag in the passenger seat is on because that's a big ass monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Ruby the vet nurse. I don't know. We're already in this category. Right. Like, sometimes we don't know what our true calling in life is until something dramatic happens. Oh, God. For Ruby, the purebred Kelpie, that came when she showed no interest or aptitude for herding sheep. 
I know that's right. <laughs> when her owner realized this, having paid good money for a herder, <laughs> he was less than thrilled and sent her away to be shot. Oh. Fortunately for Ruby, the man he asked to do the deed couldn't bring himself to shoot her and instead shipped her to Edgar's Mission, an Australian farm sanctuary. Jesus. Yeah, why do you, like, ship him off to get shot? Jesus. People. If you that bad, shoot her yourself. You ain't got the balls to do you. Right. Bitch. Timid and scared in her new surroundings, Ruby eventually blossomed when she began working at her true calling, veterinary nursing. <laughs> Ruby began intuitively performing a variety of tasks at Edgar's mission, such as welcoming new animals, snuggling with them, and acting as a surrogate mom to baby sheep and even a pig. Her comforting presence often helps those on the mend grow stronger more quickly. <laughs> but her work doesn't end there. Ruby typically sits in on all staff meetings and presentations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and while she is sometimes required to work overtime, new charges can arrive at odd hours. <laughs> She's always happy to do so. <laughs> That's cute. We had a clinic cat. She didn't help anybody. <laughs> <laughs> She was a menace, is what she was. She was always in some shit. She still is. When I go back home and visit her, she's still like, why are you on top of these people's car? Hey. She didn't help anybody. My girl, why are your footprints on these people's car? She would walk in the clinic knowing, like in the kennel room, knowing these dogs don't like her and just like sit. And they're like, wah, 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 wah. She's like unbothered. And then she's like, that's all I wanted. <laughs> then walk out. Just, just stir shit up. Exactly. Oh. Number four. Oh. Magic the therapy horse. Okay. She might stand less than 34 inches tall, <laughs> but her sleek ebony coat and the snow white blaze streaking down her nose will catch your eye. She visits kids and adults in hospitals and hospices at assisted care and Alzheimer's programs and even in high-crime neighborhoods, alongside law enforcement personnel. Oh. <laughs> She's like... She's like, thank you. <laughs> it ain't much, it's on its <laughs> And her presence is, well, magical. One resident in an assisted living facility hadn't left her room in six months, but after meeting Magic, she made her way into the lobby to wait for the equine on her next scheduled visiting day. A woman in an assisted care facility hadn't spoken a single word in three years, but began talking to Magic the day she first visited. Oh! And hasn't stopped talking ever since. Oh, God. I mean, that was like, girl, hey. <laughs> <laughs> These stories are part of the reason Time Magazine named Magic one of the top ten heroic animals in history. Oh! <laughs> Here she is, hang on. You can only see her head. I want to see how big she is. Oh my goodness. I am um, actually in service animal, <gasps> like a class about service animals. And so we like literally miniature horses and dogs are the only things that can be certified as a service animal. Oh, no way. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, a, a miniature horse? I was like, what? That's was like, so cool. Oh, somebody will walk up with a miniature horse. But like, <laughs> thank you. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. Number three. Bosco, the mayor of Sonol, California. I don't know if it's Sonol, Sonol? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I ain't no tell. Sonol, California is a town of 828 residents. Oh. <laughs> it's small, yeah. Located just a little north of San Jose. In 1981, two residents signed out to run for the position of honorary mayor. As the election drew near, the race grew increasingly bitter. Partly in just resident... Brad Leber said his black Labrador Retriever mix, Boss, a.k.a. Bosco Ramos, would win the election if his name appeared on the ballot. People took Leber's words to heart, and since most of them knew and liked Bosco, they wrote in Bosco's name on the ballot. <laughs> Running as Republican. Oh, <laughs> Bosco won the election in a landslide. Resulting in international news coverage. <laughs> <laughs> For the next 13 years, Mayor Bosco wandered the town during the day, often stopping in at the taverns for some food, 
When ill health caused him to be put down in 1994, oh. the locals did not forget their unique elected official. <laughs> they erected a bronze statue of the former mayor oh. in front of the post office in 2008, where it still stands today. Oh, that's crazy. This is him. This is Bosco in a tavern. I mean, he's about his business, if you can tell. <laughs> He's about his business, doing doing the work. He's, he's, he's a man of the people. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Naughty the military dolphin. Oh. What? Now she was a spy. Was she a spy? <laughs> she was a spy. <laughs> she ain't telling the tea, okay? The United States military uses sea mammals, mainly bottlenose dolphins, to assist in a wide variety of tasks such as locating underwater mines. Oh. Naughty, a female white-sided dolphin, was the U.S. Navy's first finned employee, added to its ranks in 1960. Initially, Navy officers were merely going to study Naughty's biomechanics so they could create faster torpedoes. But as they learned from her, they realized she could be used in the field alongside humans. While much of the dolphin's military employment has come during peacetime, they did participate in the Vietnam War. Oh my gosh. And in later stages of the Iran-Iraq War. They were even used to provide security in the waters of San Diego during the 1996 Republican National Convention. In oh. 2015, the U.S. Navy reported it had employed 85 dolphins and 50 sea lions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane to me. So where do they keep them? Oh, it's like at a secret base. I don't think they're oh. like it's known to the public. I had a. Not they just got dolphins stored up. I had a professor. She's like a lab animal veterinarian, uh-huh. and she. I don't remember if they blindfolded her, but they took her in like SUVs to like the secret locations really? so she can take care of them. Yeah. Oh, so she know what well, she don't know. Yeah. She's been. Yeah, she's been. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Baby, I would have been like, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't like being, nope. <laughs> They'd be like, we need you. You don't. <laughs> Baby, can I say, yeah. I would have been back there like, <laughs> not as a secret location. Mm-hmm. The government be doing shit, boy. I know. What are you training them to do? Exactly. Sea lions? Like, what type of facility? It better be bigger than fucking SeaWorld. I know that much. <laughs> yeah. But it cracked me up that. Um, as of 2015, they have 85 dolphins employed and 50 sea lions. And like when they say employed, like they shouldn't say that. We just have them. They're ours. And they like, keep capture them from like the wild? I don't know. Or are they bred in captivity? Right. I don't know. Like a special line of military dolphins? They probably had like a couple and then they just kept breeding them yeah. to get as many as they have. I think that's adorable. That's kind of sad. I wonder if there's like other military dolphins around the world. Like they got, they got outfits. <laughs> do they get? Do they take pictures like they do, like the dogs? Oh, I don't know. Like they get their military outfits so they can <laughs> their IDs. Exactly. I don't know. That's interesting. Which branch has this? I guess the, the navy. navy right? The navy. They're the water people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Number one. Oh my goodness. Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Girl. I think I've seen Twig before. <laughs> <laughs> Twiggy is a water skiing gray squirrel who hits the road nine months out of the year. <laughs> not only to entertain boating aficionados across North America, but also to promote water and boating safety. Twiggy got her start back in 1978. When Chuck and Luann Best found a squirrel blown out of its nest due to Hurricane David. Mm. Chuck had recently purchased a remote control boat for the couple's daughter, and on a whim, he taught the squirrel to water ski behind it. Suddenly, in possession of a water skiing squirrel, the couple began hitting the boat show circuit with the squirrel, whom they named Twiggy. As her fame increased, Twiggy began accepting offers to make guest appearances in movies, commercials, and music videos. Jesus. <laughs> Twiggy at her working. 
two of her most famous credits over her for her performances in Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story, and Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Although Chuck has since died, Luann continues rescuing and rehabilitating orphan squirrels, training new twiggies as needed. As of 2016, they are on the eighth generation of twiggies. Oh my god. <laughs> the here's twiggy. Here she is. Twiggy they. <laughs> she got a light check. <laughs> twiggy they. <laughs> Jeez Louise. It doesn't say how much Twiggy gets paid. I'm sure she gets paid bang. <laughs> I'm gonna domesticate something. I don't know what. It's ridiculous. Or get a pet or something, just say, hey, sit there. <laughs> so we have So we had Felicia the Ferret. Mm-hmm. We had Men's Wear Dog. We had Jimmy the Groundhog. We had Cheesecake the Capybara. We had Jocko Flocko. Jocko Flocko. We had Ruby the Vet Nurse. Yes. Magic the Therapy Horse. Bosco the Mayor of Sinal, California. Naughty the Military Dolphin. And Twiggy the Water Skiing Squirrel. And Twiggy the Squirrel. <laughs> Goodness, all those have... Well, I guess we got some. I have a similar job to the the dog nurse, but everybody yeah. knows. <laughs> Ruby. Yes. Yeah, that one. I was like, okay. Well, yeah. for most people, not not me. <laughs> we do the same thing, girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh my lord. That's funny though. Some of them were hilarious. <laughs> you thought I said braces, but girl, I was like, oh my god. My <laughs> I did it so good. <laughs> oh, girl, I did. I was like, racist. I feel like my ears are stopped up or something. Because <laughs> Dallas said something the other day, and literally he said it three times when I was still like, You're like, huh? And he was literally right beside me. And I was like, Say what? And he was like, You play. And I was dead ass. I could not understand what he said. Chad, I cannot hear. Uh, oh, I hate when that happens. Sometimes I like, it goes through my mind in like Spanish, and then I'm like, that don't make sense. And then I have to like stare at their lips and be like, what did they say? Say it one more time. <laughs> and then it goes through in English, and I'm like, ah. I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you now. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, hold on, what'd you say? <laughs> Run it back. Uh, yeah, yum, yum, yum. Literally, people would be at work, and I'd also be at work. Probably because I keep my headphones in so much. But there's also a lot of things going on in the environment. Uh-huh. So you might be focused on something else. Yeah. Maybe like Destiny. I said, baby, you need to wait till I say, huh. And you say Destiny, wait till I respond before you just start talking. Because now you're going to have to repeat yourself. Because what? Girl, I can't hear you. I got somebody screaming in my ear right now. What? Oh my goodness. Oh, I think I had a nightmare. Oh, no. <laughs> I what? think I had to like go back for some reason and do relief there. Don't go to Rockville. <laughs> Girl, I would have walked straight up, sweating, screaming, hollering. <gasps> I know, like, oh like cold sweat. Like. <laughs> Scared to go back to sleep. Oh my god. Uh, no. No, no. You guys ever have a job so bad you still have nightmares about it? Child. Thankfully, um, I guess this is some... I ain't worked much in my life. This is only my third job. Oh, I'm lying fourth. <laughs> I used to have nightmares about... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The phone there would not stop fucking ringing. Who answered it? The technicians? Everybody had the responsibility to the answer. The and most of the people do. Yeah. That's... They had the three ring rule. So... If it rings three times, they were like, whoever's near it, you have to pick it up. I would have walked clean off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I forgot to mention this. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, my God. What I sent you the other day, what uh, <laughs> put on this medical record. <laughs> Y'all. Yes, yes. Whole thing. We got this receptionist, honey. She's an old lady. I mean, she's old. Probably like <laughs> 70 plus. <laughs> she put, I checked in these people and I'm reading over like what the concern is for the day. I'm gonna read it to you guys, okay? It said eyes and eye and ears infected and pussy. Um, he also isn't feeling like himself. He won't let me mess with his ears at all. And his eye and his left eye is closed. 
I am ears infected and pussy. I said, I was checking the man. The man was standing there, and I was literally talking to him, and I literally stopped in my tracks because I was reading it to him. And I said, put. I said, pussy? And so I was like, pussy, pussy, pussy. Okay. And so I went back to the back. I said, y'all read this. And they read it. They were like, oh. And I was like, this ain't pussy, don't it? Because yeah, I be questioning myself because I'm like, surely this is not pussy. I know it's not. And so, y'all, she was trying to say, put like, pussy? No, with puss, please. I died. I was like, girl, why would you put, like, just. Uh, and so I was like, well, damn, how do you spell pussy? Um, so, options to put, like, instead of. Pussy. Like <laughs> with puss. Like, like with puss. You can put discharge. You can put. There's so many things you could have put. You could even spell it P U S S I E. Like don't put Y. <laughs> don't put Y. <laughs> Baby, that changes the meaning. You put two S's and a Y. I said, child, this says puss, pussy. And so I, got, I said, well, shit, how do you spell pussy? <laughs> Don't Google it. <laughs> the shit that popped up, I said, oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, no, that's boring. I died. I was so tickled. I was like, girl, why would you put that? She did. Uh, it was the funniest yeah. shit. And now this dog, God forbid this dog, they, we ever have, they ever have to go to court and they need these medical records and this gets read anywhere. <laughs> We had to send these Can records to somebody in else. Oh <laughs> and pussy. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, y'all need to talk to her because she she writing, she's typing recklessly. <laughs> the funniest shit. Oh my god, that underreported that story of Tam. She Tam. fell off the something. Yes, that girl that went to the sleepover. It was her. What's, what's her name? Tam. I think they called her Tammy. Tammy. Yeah, Tammy. 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 Oh, Tamala. That was her full name. Uh-huh. I haven't seen the picture that they're referring to. I've seen it. You've seen it? Uh huh. She's um, like in the middle. She's the only person of color. That I'm picturing it in my head. That shit was crazy. I was like. The, how they were describing the picture. Let me look it up now. Because I'm like, how they were describing the picture. I'm like, this sounds like a ritual to me. Yeah. That was a sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so weird. Like, the phone call, the 911 phone call, and they were like, she's stiff. And they're like, is she breathing? And they're like, I don't know. We don't want to touch her. What? What? Mm-hmm. Like, anybody's first instinct should be run to that person Look for a pulse, like turn them like over, see if they're care. breathing. Mm-hmm. Did not care. Also, like, I, I don't know. There was just a lot of things that didn't fit. Like, how do you know that she's not breathing? How do you know that she's stiff? If you, like, you touched her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just And, weird. like, her injuries. Yeah, her injuries didn't make sense. Exactly. Like, her, she had a broken neck, and they said... She fell off the balcony. But it wasn't it, it wasn't high enough to yeah, be. Yeah, the, the railing topic. was like high enough to not be able to fall over. Right. So they ruled that she had fallen from ground level. But how would you break your neck like that? How you fall from ground level? Yeah, like and then she had like injuries to the head that looked like she had been hit in the By head. By blunt force trauma. Yeah, I'm like somebody fucking killed her. And like they reopened the case again, and then they closed it. Again, and mm-hmm. it was like the same result. Like, mm-hmm. and it was an that accident. Tr- well, no fucking accident. Yeah, you can't pay me enough to believe it. Me either. Yeah, she was murdered. Shit like that scares me. And like, I used to go. Like, I spent the night one time at this one girl's house. I was the only black girl, and they they excluded me from everything. Of course they did. I hate those. Like. Never went back. Mm-mm, no, I didn't never spend the night. I spent the night over at these other two white girls' houses, but it was just like me and the girls. Yeah, like absolutely not. Fuck it all took, y'all. Yeah, that's why they were like, "Why don't you go to your um, high school graduation? I mean, <laughs> my reunion, baby? I don't fuck with them people." Yeah, absolutely not. Let me tell you what. Yeah, I would never go back, girl. But fuck, fuck y'all, I, honestly. <laughs> I know. I know. Girl, I be um, acting like I don't know them people. I dead ass. I be like, who? And like, people be seeing my nephew. <laughs> but like, 
I went to school with your auntie. I'm like, don't talk to him. I'm like, no, let's tell them people. TT says she don't know you. <laughs> yeah. Girl, fuck them folks from my graduating class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think our class reunion already happened. <laughs> I was just last year. Yeah. <laughs> I just obviously didn't go to it. And, and then as I got older, I realized that these people were, they really didn't like black people. They didn't like Mexicans. No, they don't need, no. Yeah. Like, that's I got straight up exactly what it was. It's like, I don't like Mexicans and move somewhere. Yeah, and I was just, yeah, I was just there. That's how, that's the level of racism we're coming from. Listen. And their parents. They learned it somewhere. Listen. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's awful. But it's our reality. Tis what yeah. it is. It is what it is. And even like vet school, it's just like, it's the sad reality that they still exist even that's the scary part these people are in medical field regardless if it's animal or human they don't give a fuck about people who look like us yeah wait i think i have it hold on hold on y'all i'm not even joking oh gosh i'm not even joking i got proof like these people do not care and they're racist and they don't think they're racist that's the sad part okay so this is from uh, <laughs> somewhere <laughs> I don't know how I can say it without giving it away. Um, this is what I encountered. Just an encounter that she had. This is an encounter that I had. The first message is from a technician asking for help. And they were asking for help saying, does anybody on here speak Spanish? And he, like she needed help with, um, with an appointment. Mm-hmm. And then... Right afterwards, she says, disregard, they changed their minds. And then a veterinarian commented. And this veterinarian says, this made me laugh. Did they give up on speaking Spanish or suddenly realize they can speak English? LOL. (laughs) Then the tech responded and she said, they said, no worries, we will try later. And they hung up. And then the veterinarian responds, well, you did what you could. And I quote, seems the U.S. government has gotten soft. It used to be that you had to pass an English test to become a citizen. <sighs> These people are out there. Literally everywhere. They are out there. They're in these jobs. In high places. In high places, yeah. Having to care for even you, your animals. These are like, these are your colleagues. (laughs) I was appalled. Girl, I know you was pissed. I was shaking. I know you were pissed. Because that is ridiculous. Because she didn't even have to say that. That was like uncalled for. Literally, she didn't even have to say anything. (laughs) Didn't have to say a thing. (laughs) She didn't have to say exactly. She went out of her way. Like to be racist. Right, like, girl, be serious. And then I talked to the technician that was asking for help, and I said, I'm a veterinarian fluent in both English and Spanish. If you ever need help again, I'm here. And they tagged the medical director, and I tagged the head technician. Did the medical director reach out to me? No. Of course not. In fact, she asked me to work an extra hour. I would be like, bitch, no. <laughs> Yo, there was this TikTok. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. It was, um... I think he was part of the LGBTQ plus community, um, man, white man, and he had adopted a, bl- a block baby. Okay. And so he literally had the baby in his arms on this video, had a brush, brushing this newborn baby, black baby's hair very aggressively. Oh. Hi, this is my adopted black baby, Zoe. And no. I'm talking about brushing the shit. You know, like black people's hair when they're babies, it's placenta hair, baby. This is the good soft shit. You don't literally <laughs> have nothing to do. The baby just wakes up and goes. Yeah. I have a black baby and I hope this That's gets the weird. black TikTok. How what do I need to do to this black baby's hair? I'm actually adding more blacks than he said. But I have a black baby. I adopted this black baby. Her name is Zoe and I hope this gets the black TikTok. How do I do her hair? I was like, that poor kid. I feel so bad for him growing up. Somebody take video. that kid away from him. This black baby. Black baby. I should be typing in stuff. That's so weird. He clearly has mental issues. Like, why? why? 
I adopted this black baby and I hope this gets the black TikTok. And I was just like, oh. Mm -hmm. Baby, her name is Zoe and I don't know what to do for her hair. It gets worse, but he deleted the video, of course. So that was just the beginning and he was like, I hope this gets the black TikTok. <laughs> Dear God, Sean, please get this over to white TikTok. <laughs> I need help. I recently adopted a white baby, a big good-sized demon, if you will, and someone help me. What does it eat? What does it eat? <laughs> That's exactly the <laughs> And I was just like, because I saw it and I was like, something about this video just is not sitting right with me. Yeah. I don't like the way you said black. <laughs> it was crazy. Also, why is he brushing the hair? Like, there is nothing like I said. to brush. It just looked fine. <laughs> and he's like, that poor baby. That's what. That's literally what I said. I was like, you literally don't have to do it. And you don't even have to really brush a black baby's hair when it's come, when it's first born. When I say placenta hair, talk about that shit is like wave, it's flowy. And literally, it was insane though. Somebody called DHS. Quickly. Quickly, because y'all made a mistake. Somebody made a mistake. But yes, oh my goodness. Lord have mercy. Oh my lord, you guys, thank y'all so much for listening. Yes, thank you. Um you guys send us your stories. Do that. Or email us stories that we should see not dot com. Dot com. <laughs> and mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram. That. Support us on Patreon. And that. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Um. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys. Oh my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we do things, okay? <laughs> We're not the most put together people. It's coming up. It's coming. It is okay. It's like acid reflux. It's like. Ah! <laughs>